The last word on travel. With KLM Royal Dutch Airlines, new premium comfort class. Enjoy extra legroom on selected intercontinental flights. There's going to be a lot of Irish people in Paris in the coming weeks because of the Rugby World Cup. But apart from the rugby, there is so much to do. So we've asked Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie to go through the various things to see in Paris. And as it happens, Sarah, I was there last month as well. And one thing that has to be done if you're going to go and see the best attractions is book in advance, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you've been there more recently than me. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people are familiar with with the sites or a lot of the, the main sites. But I think definitely, particularly if you're going for the rugby, um, you, it's really important you book in advance. And things like the Louvre, which, you know, I suppose it's it's, it's something that you kind of have to see. There's 35,000 works of art there, you know, 380,000 objects. So it's impossible to try and see it in one day. So if you can, I'd say try and book one of those small groups, get the line tours that will you know, take you through everything, through the highlights. You'll see the Mona Lisa, you'll see the Venus de Milo and, you know, all the things that that you want to see in those three hours. And at least you won't feel overwhelmed when you walk in and kind of wonder, you know, how do do I I need to spend the whole day here? Because if you don't book, the queues to get in can be hours long. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think definitely, um, I would pre, I mean, I'm su- suggesting a, a guided tour, but even if you're just booking the regular tickets, make sure you book those advance. And most places now have the skip the line tickets that, that you can just avoid those queues. Um, but it's still, you know, get there early because once you get inside, that there'll be queues to, to see some of the, the attractions there as well. Um, unless you're, you're already on a, on a guided tour. Okay. Now there's lots of other things to do at the same time. We went down to Notre Dame, which of course is uh, closed because of the fire, but it's still actually fantastic to see from the outside. And they also have all the hoardings around it showing the work that they are going to do and the rebuilding. And it's absolutely fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I think just even like that, walking around Paris and seeing some of the sites like that, like Notre Dame. Um, another one that's worth doing is uh, a cheap way to see a lot of the sites is to cruise the Seine, like 20 euros for two hours. And you see a lot of the landmarks along uh, the riverbank there. I think you see Notre Dame, you see the Louvre, the Eiffel Tower, all from a relaxing river cruise. So there, some of the uh, part, I think, parts of the, the beauty of Paris is that it's so walkable and there's so many things like that like Notre Dame so many stunning monuments that you can just you can just come across as, as you're walking around the centre of Paris Cruising the Seine we did that and it's absolutely terrific we were blessed with the weather we got on the day of it as well but there are things that you do have to be aware of as well we did want to go and see uh, the Musée d'Orsay but that was actually closed on a Monday so I think it doesn't open on a Monday if people are staying on for a long weekend and if you talk about taking a walk the Champs-Élysées is a place to definitely walk along isn't it? Absolutely. And you have the fan zone, the rugby fan zone is at one end at the Place de Concorde. And then you've got, of course, you've got the Arc de Triomphe at the other end. So it's just such a, an incredible street to walk along. You, you say you've got all your Louis Vuitton shops and all that as well. Um, but you can actually climb to the top of the Arc de Triomphe. I don't know if you, you did that. We, I didn't actually do it, but, um, I'd say it'd be particularly cool now this time. It's 13 euros to climb to the top, um, or to, to the entrance fee. And you'll see the whole of Paris and you'll also see that, that whole 
fan zone down the opposite end. So um, I think that would be something that uh, rugby fans would enjoy. Okay, and then the Eiffel Tower itself, and that's something else we did. Now, we walked up the two flights uh, to the middle part before you get to the lift, and that's the only way up. And it's a hell of a walk for those who may not be the fittest, but very much worth doing. Yeah, and I think again, I don't know if you pre-booked, but if you want to use the elevator, I think that's a set, you need to book that. It's like there's separate charges. There's, I think it's 28 euros for the whole lot to get right to the top, including the elevator. But again, you need, you know, a lot of these things will, will absolutely be, be booked out. So it's vital that, that you book them. Um, and remember, you know, you can go at nighttime as well. You know, you've got the, the lights. So it, it's not, it, it's something that you can also do in the evening. And uh, they can also book lunch or dinner there as well. The views from the Eiffel Tower are just absolutely spectacular and really emphasises how beautiful a city is but also if you go to Montmartre you also get tremendous views of the city just tell us a little bit about that yeah, well, it's completely different, I suppose, isn't it, to the to the yeah. rest? It also feels like a village. It's like, I suppose, well, you've got art galleries and you've got lots of street artists performing there. Um, it's really, uh, I suppose, it feels more authentic than your big Parisian boulevards. But um, you've it's also home to the Sacre Coeur, which is again one of Paris is another one of their famous landmarks. Um, and perched right up the top of the hill um, again surrounded by street artists and uh, it, it's a really gorgeous site and beautiful views of Paris from there there's about 200 steps I think up to it but you can get a little funicular beside it up and then walk back down if you, if, um, if you want to do that Okay, now other things, what about if you want to go a little bit outside of Paris, is Versailles and the gardens and the palace worth visiting? Yeah, I mean, if you want to get, um, if you want to get away, I suppose, from the crowds or want to do something a little bit different, or for a lot of people maybe who have visited Paris before, um, and they're going over for the rugby, so they want to try something different, you can get, it's available on the train. Um, and one thing about the train, I don't know if you, you, you did this, but you can get the travel pass now. Um, that are they're incredible value. Like it's when you just think of how much we pay for a taxi from the airport, you can get travel passes for like I just priced two days because I think people will more than likely be there for two days, including from the airport uh, from Charles de Gaulle or uh, Orly Airport, forty three euros, and that's the outer Paris area that will bring you to the airports, but it'll also bring you to Versailles as well. So like it's it's incredible value. You know you can go out there, you could spend the day, um, you know. So again, I suppose depending on the weather but it could be something nice or something different to do. I wonder will there be many of the adults going for the rugby who'd also decide to go and have a day at Disneyland Paris? Yeah, I mean that's that the, that pass I was talking about that covers Disneyland Paris as well, and um, the outer. Uh, there's two different passes actually. There's um, a Paris only it, tickets are twenty two euro for two days. So even if you're not going further out, that's even worthwhile getting. But to include your airport transfer and Disneyland Paris and Versailles, I mean that that that's uh, that's another alternative. You know, it could be good fun. Um, <laughs> imagine the, the for adults or families, it could be a bit of crack. Okay, listener comments coming in. One says from Orla says, I took my daughter to Paris in April. We had a great time. I booked the hop on, hop off bus. Well worth it as it goes to all the sites. That actually is true. We use that as well on one of the days. Uh, this, Orla says she, her daughter loves art. So the museums, especially as Monet found the Musée d'Orsay was fab. Uh, and obviously Paris isn't Paris without a shopping trip to Galerie Lafayette. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that. That's uh, that's a must visit if you're a shopper. All right. What about um, eating another- out? Because the one thing that struck me—I don't know what it's going to be like during the World Cup—but 
I felt that when we were eating out, uh, and this was a month ago, that the value was better than we would have got in Dublin. And that says something because it wasn't cheap, but it certainly wasn't more expensive than Dublin. No, I think that's what we seem to be hearing from most European cities now, you know, um, even places like Scandinavia, which were always considered expensive. Now, all of a sudden, our prices, it's dearer to eat out here. Um, I mean, another thing that I, I think is good to do for for um, people who want to see a bit of the city and want to get some of that French cuisine is a food tour because you can combine it at lunchtime or dinner time. They're usually about three hours, cost about 100 euros. You get to see, um, you get to try lots of different different foods you get still get the tour of Paris to get to go to get insider tips and particularly if you go at the beginning of your trip you know you'll find some like hidden gems the the guides will always tell you eat there or this is a cheap place to eat or this is an authentic place so that can be another good way of you know finding out the good restaurants where to eat at a reasonable price and also getting your your lunch or your dinner included in the price. Thank you very much, Sarah Slattery from the TravelExpert.ie. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4:30. Today.